In this episode, we talk about how change is inevitable, so being comfortable with who you are is going to be a lifelong process. Let's dive in. Welcome to Deep Soul Care, the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the real you and care for the soul you are. I'm your host, Michelle Kampmeyer, and if you're ready to find out who you are deep down and live a truly authentic life, keep listening. And don't forget, we're in this together. Hey there, welcome to episode number 47 of the Deep Soul Care podcast. This week, I would like to talk to you about the ways we take care of our soul, the ways we uh, give ourselves room to grow and change and evolve, how important those are, and what it means for us as far as being comfortable with who we are and being that authentic version of ourselves. Because I think what I have been thinking about lately is how I feel like I'm being an authentic version of myself, but the people who are not me, (laughs) the people who know me, uh, but don't necessarily know every thought in my head or every facet of my personality or my past or who I am, you know, they may think I'm being inauthentic because it's not the version they're used to. And that's when we get the you've changed kind of stuff that we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Uh, You know, I believe that we need room in our lives for change, for growth, for learning new ways of doing things, for changing our mind when we are presented with different information that changes the way we think about stuff. You know, we can have our opinions, but I our opinions are not fact. So those are going to change. Things about our personality are going to change as we experience more in life. All of that to me is great, but I do think there's a level of, hmm, not sure what I want to call it. Like within your relationships, there has to be room for that, but there will be a point where you don't mesh anymore, right? We were talking about that last week. A little bit in my friendships episode where, you know, you've got relationships that are maybe built upon one thing and when you don't have those things in common anymore, then they can crumble. And that just kind of is what it is, I suppose. Um, I, I'm simplifying, obviously, but uh, that's kind of the essence of what I feel is sort of the answer to the questions that I was having. And, you know, when it comes to authenticity, You can feel like you're being authentic, but it might not be taken as authentic by other people because they're not you, you know? So it it depends on how much you share, on how much, um, how vulnerable you can get, I guess. Some things, you know, people just don't know about you and they're going to assume or they're going to, you know, think that they have the answer because of things they maybe put pieces together and and come up, come to a conclusion and that might not necessarily be who you are but you know I don't I don't know what I really want to get at right now is thinking about uh, being comfortable with who we are and how that is always going to be a lifelong process for people like me maybe it's someone like you who you know you're not someone who is super set in your ways you're not um, close-minded. I know like 
and that can feel like an insult. It doesn't have to be. I think, um, you know, there are some things that I feel fairly close-minded on, like I bring it up in every freaking episode, but veganism, like I do not ever want to go back to eating meat again. And, you know, to me, that's just, that's my worldview. I, I, did not always live that way. Obviously, I was not vegan for 27 years of my life. So I changed, you know, but I don't want to change away from that <laughs> at this point. I've been vegan for over seven years. It's just kind of who I am now. And, you know, it's funny because I I never want to say those words. Well, that's just who I am as a person, you know, <laughs> like, uh, except for the good things. Like, I, I want to be a kind person. I believe that that's something I always want to be. That's just who I am as a person. I'm a giver. I'm a caretaker. That's who I am as a person. But there are some things that I don't feel are necessarily concrete, I guess. Or in the moment, I feel like they are. But there's some things that change. And veganism may be one. You know, I have no idea what the future holds. I certainly don't want it to be one of those things that changes. But... Again, I am a person who is willing to admit they were wrong or to change their mind when presented with different information. So I don't know, you know, uh, the compassionate part of me doesn't ever want to give that up, but uh, I'm a never say never kind of person as well. So, you know, while I don't see that changing anytime soon and I certainly don't want it to change, uh, it's negotiable, I guess. I shouldn't say that as a vegan. I don't know. I'm just making the point that I don't think that anything is permanent in my life. And I think I've mentioned that on the show, that per the word permanent doesn't feel like it has a place in my life. You know, we die. Like, I nearly had a panic attack thinking about that last night. <laughs> and it's not like, you know, I am 34 years old. I'm, I'll am i be 35 in a month. I, I've lived a lot of years and I've had a lot of time to confront the idea of death and, and you know, that we are going to die someday. But for whatever reason, last night, actually, I know exactly where it came from. I've been learning about canning and vacuum sealing and in, in, in my, uh, this period of my life that I'm in where I'm learning how to be more prepared for disasters, I guess, or other, you know, other things in life besides I don't, I don't know, living day to day. I want to be more prepared with food and all kinds of things. So I've been learning how to can. And one of the worries in canning is botulism. And it's a very, very slim, like as long as you follow, you know, the sanitization process and all of that, you know, when you're canning, you do it for the correct amount of time for your altitude and all that kind of stuff. It'll be fine. But <laughs> I had been vacuum sealing and uh, I got really paranoid and I thought I was going to give uh, me and my husband uh, botulism. So <laughs> I was worried. I, I ate one cashew from a jar that I had vacuum sealed and I was terrified and I thought I was going to die. So I had I nearly had a panic attack last night, but my husband luckily was able to. He just rubbed my back while I was breathing and trying not to think about it. <laughs> just kind of, it went away. I was able to fall asleep and I was really tired. And sometimes when I'm really tired and already kind of panicky, falling asleep feels like I'm dying. And of course, I'd, I've never died. So I don't know what dying actually feels like, but I'm always afraid that I'm like slipping off into death and I don't even know. So <laughs> there's a deep dive of something you probably didn't want to know about me. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I, um, I, you know, I, I, I want to be more prepared for things and that's not something that has been on my radar as far as, you know, the 
I guess this whole time, basically, like I have been kind of a bulk shopper, but uh, it didn't feel like it was for preparing for anything. It was just kind of because I was lazy. Like if I can get five cans of beans instead of just one, I'm probably going to do that, you know, if they're on sale. So anyway, <laughs> uh, there's a part of me that's changing and it's coming at a time where a lot of things in my life are changing. Some things I hadn't necessarily wanted to look too deeply into, and I've talked about that on other episodes. And now that I have looked more deeply into these things, I realize I do have a pretty uh, strong opinion, I guess. And it's, you know, my opinions are not necessarily the ones that are popular in my friends group. And to be honest, I haven't talked to a whole lot of them lately. Uh, Number one, mostly because I have given up Facebook, which I do want to talk about uh, in a future episode. But, um, I also just haven't felt very social lately. And I, part of it is because there are so many things changing and it's not just me, you know, I know, you know, this year has just been crazy. So, uh, 2020 is one for the record books for sure. A lot of people are going through all kinds of changes and different things in their lives. Like my husband basically overnight had to learn how to work from home permanently. Like he was doing that once or twice a week uh, when he was still able to work in the office. But now it's he's permanently at home, which was a change for me. I know those first couple of months were a little tough. But uh, once he moved into his office, we've had a much better time. However, lately, now that it's been like, you know, five months, I I miss my alone time, you know, and I was missing that before, but I feel like the longer I go without it, the more I like realize those things that I would do when I'm alone. Like I the stupid things, like, you know, when you pretend you're on a a reality TV show, like an episode of The Office, and you'll look at the camera when something stupid happens, you know, like those kinds of things. Or I I talk out my podcast episodes during the day. Like when my husband would be at work, I would go through my ideas for what I wanted to say when I sat down at the mic. And now when he's home, I feel weird doing that. I don't want him to walk into the kitchen and I'm like reciting what I'm going to say. It just seems weird that I'm just talking to myself. (laughs) So, And now that I've told you, again, more things you didn't want to know about me. But uh, anyway, back to changing. So (laughs) we're all going through a lot of stuff right now. I know that. And I know that it's probably, you know, not the smartest thing to put the kind of pressure on friendships, you know, but I also believe in being authentic. And I say that knowing that, like I said in last week's episode, there are things that I don't talk about with my friends. And to me, that's not being inauthentic. It's just not talking about those things. Um, You know, I didn't lie. And I think to me, that's, that's the difference. There are things that, you know, when I know it's going to be a problem or that it's going to cause, you know, a confrontation, I'm so non-confrontational. It's not even funny. So I do not like confrontation at all. Even if it'll end in my favor, like I just, I don't want to cause any strife or drama or nothing. So I usually just stay out of things that I know are going to cause drama. And, uh, you know, it that causes drama <laughs> apparently, which kind of sucks. But anyway, uh, so yeah, the idea that I am just always going to be a person who changes makes it feel like it's hard to have friendships that last because some friendships are founded on those things that you've then changed and it's like, well, now what? (laughs) So, so I get it, you know, I really do, but I have to accept that 
I am a person who likes to try different things. In fact, well, actually, I was talking to a friend uh, the other day about that, where I actually don't like to try new things. Like, I really want to try new things, and sometimes I do, but a lot of the time I get so overwhelmed with feeling like I have to be perfect at trying this thing right off the bat. There can be no mistakes. I can't waste anything, especially if it costs money. I better I better stick with it, and it better be a permanent fixture in my life, and you guys know how I feel about the word permanent. So sometimes I have a very hard time trying new things because... I feel like I have to make it worth my time somehow. It has to be like a new money-making venture or it has to be super beneficial to me or my husband or something like that. Like whatever hobbies I pick up have to be productive. They have to be um, useful, I guess, you know, they have to make money or something like that. And I don't, I don't like feeling like that. I don't like living like that. Um, it caused super, super bad burnout last year when it came to my writing career. I'm still, you know, I'm trying to write, but I'm struggling with, I was trying to write to an outline that I wrote last year. And I just, you know, when I wrote it, I felt like I needed the approval of a certain person in order to go through with the story. And so now I'm still trying to write this, even though that person and I are also no longer friends. And so it's just not working. My brain just hates that I'm trying to write this and it just doesn't feel like the story I want to tell. And it's been a year. So to be honest, because I change, everything changes all the time. It's just not the story I want to tell anymore. So, you know, there's that. But I was listening to a podcast, no, a YouTube video from, her name is Dr. Carlin Borsenko, I believe is how you say it. And she was talking about uh, how to you either have to be comfortable with who you are and speak your mind, or you have to placate other people and either go along with what they're saying or just never speak up. And I was kind of in that, I felt like I was in both categories. Like I am, I'm comfortable with who I am, but I also placate and I kind of just listen and go along with things, which I think would mean that I'm not comfortable with who I am, but I think it was more so because I didn't really know who I was. There were certain things I was absolutely sure of, like veganism. <laughs> I know I keep bringing it up, but that is something I am, I feel very strongly about. And because of that, that's something I feel comfortable telling people. And I, I feel comfortable telling people because I've learned how to communicate it in a way that usually does not make other people feel judged or criticized, or like I'm talking down to them, like it can come across to some people, uh, because it does make other people confront what they do. And, you know, when I say that I'm vegan, it's not to say that I'm better than somebody or that I'm doing more good than other people. It's just who I am. It's just how I live my life, how I choose to live my life. No judgment on anybody else, because I was, like I said, not vegan for 27 years of my life. I understand what it's like to be in those shoes, and I don't want to be a judgy bitch, right? So, so I, I don't, I, you know, actively try to just be a very kind person, but that was one thing I was, I was very comfortable with. The other things that I hadn't really looked into too much were some of the things that I just kind of went along with because they sounded good. And I come from the writing world where I had to learn how to market my books. And so I understand now that those ideas sound great because they, they're marketed that way. You know, they're stated in a way that does make it sound good. And if you're against those things, then yeah, it's going to sound like you're a bigot and a jerk and you support things like racism and sexism and, and all that stuff that's going around right now. But that is, to me, in my opinion, not the case. But again, like I knew what my gut feelings were. 
some of them went along with some of the more mainstream ideas or at least the, you know, the, the loud opinions. And then some of them didn't, but those weren't things that I really looked into too hard because I knew that it would end up costing me friendship. So no, I probably was not actually comfortable with who I was on some of those topics, but on some things, yes, absolutely. You can hear it, I think, in like some of my earlier episodes because that's where I was coming from. I was doing a lot of inner work, a lot of uh, healing and a lot of exploration in personal topics, but now I'm, I'm looking at topics that span things like politics and things that, you know, people aren't necessarily comfortable talking about because they are confrontational and I don't like that at all. (laughs) So I stayed away from it for a long time. Now I feel like, especially with the election coming up, like there's just no way for me to avoid it because I don't feel like that's the right answer. So I'm looking into all of these things and it's not doing Uh, good stuff (laughs) for some of my relationships. But on the other hand, it is doing really good stuff for other relationships, for new relationships. I've made a lot of new friendships around some of this stuff. I've strengthened some older relationships because of this. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Come here, baby. I don't know if you guys heard that. I hope that was in the episode. That was some really, really loud thunder. And now my dog is terrified. Come on. It's okay. So you know, there have been good things, there have been bad things, but in the end, I do want to learn how to be comfortable with more things. And that means facing them head on. And that can be hard. It can be scary. It can be sad, (laughs) but it can also be a good thing. It can be good to know who you are. And I, I think that is the best part of it is that above all, it can be very positive. I think we tend to focus on the negative. I'm sorry, you guys. (laughs) I'm trying to keep talking and my dog's just so scared. Uh, She's a 12-year-old German Shepherd who just hates thunder so much. Um, So yeah, I'm trying to uh, keep looking on the positive side and remembering that there's, there's going to be good stuff. You know, it's not all going to be negative. We focus on the negative because our brains can very easily look at what is going to go wrong and pinpoint those exact things out. But we cannot, our brains just cannot imagine any of the countless, limitless good things that can happen from any action we take. So just always remembering that there are going to be good things coming from the things that happen, even if in the moment things are bad and they're happening and, you know, you don't like that, there is good stuff somewhere, you know, and I, I really try to look on the positive side, uh, you know, and, and I try to remember that even when things feel like they're going wrong, I made the right decision and it will pan out shortly. Like, I don't know when, and, and I've, you know, like I said, I'm almost 35 and I don't feel like I've ever been in a situation that has been so bad that I couldn't make it out of it. And that is coming from a person who's been through a divorce, who's been through depression. Like in the moment, those things are terrible and you don't wish them upon anybody, but you do hopefully make it through. So this whole business of being comfortable with who I am, uh, it's gonna take some more exploration. It's going to take some more courage (laughs) to look at these things, to actually dive into you know, form opinions on things that I feel are important to form opinions on. There are some things I don't, you know, I don't have to have an opinion on everything. 
Uh, and I, I think that's a valid stance for a lot of situations. So, you know, but when it comes to expressing those opinions or, you know, even if I don't, I, cause I don't, I don't feel like I have to defend myself. Um, but other people do, you know, so again, that's confrontation and I don't like that, but, uh, I'm always willing to listen to other points of view when they're coming from a respectful place. Uh, but being comfortable with who I am is always going to be a lifelong process because I change all the time. And so, you know, at the beginning of this podcast, like the first few episodes, I was really coming into my own feeling confident and, uh, strong in my authenticity and knowing who I was on certain levels, but there are always going to be new things. Uh, like you've seen this year, everything has changed from moment to moment and, you know, you never know what's coming. So change is inevitable. And, uh, I am just a person who feels open to changing my mind when I am presented with information that feels more compelling to that side. I am and sound information, not just anything. Like I try to do my research as much as I can and, uh, make a decision. And then if that's not the right decision, it's not the right decision. I don't feel, you know, super tied to a lot of things. Again, I've mentioned things that I do feel really tied to, but there are a lot of things that I am absolutely willing to change my mind on. And that means, uh, that, you know, sometimes those things are really big, like they are right now for me. This summer has been life-changing and, you know, it's been great, but it has brought about another season of having to become comfortable with who I am again, because it's all new. It's all so new. So it's taken some time and it's going to take more time. Uh, I use my husband as my sounding board <laughs> to kind of crappily express myself. I like, I give him the word vomit and then I'll learn how to polish it up <laughs> so that it's nicer when I'm, you know, talking in public, I guess. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just always going to be a process. It's always going to be something I have to work on because things are always changing and there will be easier seasons. This has just been a tougher season and it's been tough for most people. So, you know, it is what it is, but yeah. So, uh, I think I'll wrap it up there. My action step this week is to take a look at something that maybe you haven't wanted to confront. Maybe, you know, a topic that you've avoided for a long time. Um, just something that maybe you you had a gut feeling about, but you didn't pursue. I want you to look at that this week and do some research on it. Really look into it, dive into it. Take your time. It doesn't have to be done all in one week or one day. You know, you can take your time. But the more we avoid things, the worse they get, the more they fester and they become these infections that we, you know, have a really hard time getting rid of. So let's get ahead of it and go ahead and confront something. And if you need some support, if you need any, uh, anyone to talk to, I am here. I am here for you. You can, I was going to say hit me up on Instagram, but I really haven't been on there lately. And I know that I like, I feel really bad and I'm not getting notifications even though I turn them on. So your best bet is to email me. I'm Michelle Campmeyer at gmail.com. Please don't be shy. I am here to chat. I'm here to listen. If you just need someone to listen, uh, I am here for you. So let me know what you want to dive into. Uh, and I would I would just love to hear what what's on your mind because I have been pretty antisocial lately and I should probably stop doing that. So, so yeah, reach out. I would love to hear from you. And 
I hope you are having a wonderful week. I hope your weekend is going to be amazing. We are clearly getting some rain here in Phoenix, so that's awesome. I'm going to go enjoy that, take care of my dog, and I will take care of my soul. I hope that's what you are doing. So take care, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I release a new one every single Thursday, so hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. If you want to reach out to me, please do so. I love to hear from you. I'm on Instagram at Michelle Campmeyer, and my email is michellecampmeyer at gmail.com. And if you would, send this episode to someone who might need to hear this message. Take care of your soul, and I'll talk to you next week.